What's going on guys, AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 podcast and part six of the inevitable 10 part series for the Baltimore Business Journal help desk uh, blog that me and my boy Naya are creating. Um, Let's jump into part six very quickly. Um, We're going to talk about explaining why the reality of the day-to-day workflow and workload is so important throughout the beginning processes of recruiting and why it means a lot to the business and why it means a lot to an employee and just why it's a good idea to kind of unpack that and communicate that. So a couple things here, guys. I put in that title... Uh, you know, explain the reality for a reason. You know, I think I think a couple of things. I think number one, a lot of recruiters, a lot of internal hiring managers, I think they BS. And that's me being politically correct here. Um, and what I mean BS, I believe they BS because uh, a couple of things. Number one, the internal politics. I don't think they are a part of organizations that feel transparency and honesty and authenticity is a macro good idea if there are indifferent or negative truths truths that need to be uh explained i don't think you know these again recruiters or internal hiring managers are um giving these um i don't think the brands of these that these internal hiring managers or recruiters are working for are open enough to allow these individuals to be honest. There we go. I got it out. I don't believe they are uh, promoting uh, authenticity. I don't believe they're promoting um, unpacking the realities of uh, the role, right? I, I think what they're doing is, and again, going back to my BSing statement, I think they're BSing. I think they're talking about all the great things about it. I think they're highlighting nice to haves. I think they're highlighting macro good things that the company are doing and how cool it is or how interesting it is or how creative it is. I don't think they're just talking about the reality. And so I put that in the title for a reason, right? Explain the reality of the day-to-day workflow and workload, right? So the day-to-day, right? Workflow and workload. There's a lot there as well. Like, you know, hiring managers in and internal recruiters you guys know or should know, and that's a completely another probably episode uh, within itself, you should know the realities of the workflow and the workload for the individual role that you're looking to hire. Like that's just an objective thing, you know, but yet there are so many companies that are not putting enough attention, uh, enough auditing of what the reality of the workflow and the workload is in the present moment. So let me give you a little bit of insight what I mean by that. You know, I've been a part of organizations where what we needed out of a marketing director three and a half years ago when we first were looking for the role is probably a little bit different than what we need now three and a half years later. And yet I've seen a lot of companies that don't update what they need. They don't conduct audits of the reality of what's happening within the marketing landscape. If we're going to go with that example, I think there's not of understanding of what the actual workflow and the workload is actually going to be. Thus, there's no way to communicate that authentically. Thus, you're hiring people inside of your organization that don't have a clue of what they're getting into, which is not a good idea. So I think, again, a lot of that's happening and we want to make sure a lot of that stops. I think another thing also 
is articulating the workflow and the workload is so that an employee can really understand if that is the type of workflow and workload that they should appreciate and want to be a part of. And what I mean by that is it's going back to the selfish kind of needs, desires, you know, auditing and unpacking that employees need to do. You know, inevitably over the course of six years of a career, 10 years of a career, 15 years of a career, 25 years of a career, you know, an employee understands the workflows that fit best for them. An employee understands the workloads that are a good idea for them to carry. An employee understands how they work best. And so when they're looking at the job description of what we hope is now audited and authentic and true, you can make a distinction on whether you want to be a part of this company based off of what you know for a fact will fit who you are and the way that you work and the way that you execute. And so I think a tangible action item, and then I'll give to the benefits. I think a tangible action item in this is companies, you guys have to audit, right? You have to do an audit at least twice a year. Audit the realities of what the workflow and the workloads are going to be. Be open to being flexible to adjust and and, and make the workflows and the workloads um, contextual to the, the skill sets, the perspectives and the strengths and the weaknesses of your internal staff today. Bring in your internal staff into those executive meetings, conduct one on one conversations, conduct polling, figure out the authentic truth. It is very different sitting, you know, on your high horse in the ivory towers, if you will, rather than getting down in the muck and the dirt and really understanding what the day to day looks like, what problems are solving, what the workload actually looks like. Um, so, so that's a tangible thing. Uh, employees, a tangible thing. Think through the last 15, 10, 7, 4, 3, 8, 27 years of your career and figure out inevitably what workloads you want to you know, embrace at this ripe age of 27 or the older age of I don't know, 59. Like you have to inevitably understand and reverse engineer what you're looking to get into. Um, Benefit for the employer, I think it's really black and white. Once again, you're going to know what you're getting when you bring that individual in. They're going to know what they're getting into. Thus, their productivity is going to spike. I think for the applicant, benefits incredibly clear and transparent as well. I think, again, you're going to know what type of company you're getting involved in. You're going to be able to make a a self-selection kind of uh, process, if you will. And then you're also going to know if, you know, if, if what you're walking into is going to be conducive to the productivity that you're looking for, thus you can figure out ways to tweak, mold, adjust, and be flexible with that reality. Um, so yeah, that's part six, guys. I think this one, again, there's a lot of good stuff here. And uh, let's move on to part seven.